0: Hello everyone and welcome to Grip Lock Foundation Disc Golf's weekly podcast. I'm Hunter joined as always by Trevor and before we get into the show too much I actually just want to read this uh, DM I got because I think it might also lead into a little bit of a conversation. I just
1: wanted to said Connor Kennedy for a second I was like did we frame our own show and I didn't even know about <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> no it's uh it was from Tanner Montgomery he uh DM'd DM'd us over on Instagram. He said, Hey foundation, I listen to your podcast regularly and you guys persuaded me to buy a KC Pro Rock to fill my overstable mid-range slot. Oh, heck yeah. The first throw I had with the disc, I got my first real ace.
2: No way. What?
0: So then this is the secondary part. He said, this was the DM of what he was asking. He said, what do I do with the disc? Do I keep throwing it? Keep throwing it. Keep throwing it. I don't, here's the thing. People get a little confused because, okay,
1: I made this tweet over the weekend i think about james conrad because pdga posted a picture of his uh the disc that he threw in on 18 the famous disc probably i would argue that's the most famous disc in disc golf history
2: i would argue that it's gotta Um, be up there
1: it's up there with maybe like the first disc
2: in disc golf history is an mvp disc think about that man that that's crazy
1: But uh, I tweeted, and I quote tweeted, and I was like, "Is this guy's a different breed for like still throwing this thing. And people assumed, they immediately assumed that I was talking about, like, oh, he should sell it. Because, yeah, you could make a ton of money, but I wasn't talking about that. I was saying he should, like, put it, hang it on his wall, and then it should probably eventually end up in, like, a Hall of Fame or museum. 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 I said museum the other day I got roasted. I was watching a television show last night, and somebody said Compass. And I was, like, very accomplished about that.
0: That that would have ticked me off. I Anyways, probably would have punched my TV screen. It was,
1: like... And it was a scripted show, too. Not, like, a reality show. Like, that was how they were that meant to say That was how they were meant to say it. That's yeah. awful. Okay. Because it took place in Pennsylvania.
0: Anyways, so... no, let me get to my point. Oh, I thought the I let thought me get you to made my point. point. <laughs> let me get to my point.
1: So, about the James Conrad disc, I was saying that it should be, like, kept aside, not sold. But that leads me to say, I only think that you should do that with a disc. I mean, if, let's say... you'd have to like throw a disc in for like a win in a tournament to be worthy of you just like removing it from your bag it's such a good disc I don't know
0: my first ace I took out of my bag and hung on my wall It was my first ace. I will. Well, second, third, fourth ace. I will say say this: this. if you don't mind spending
1: the money, then Casey rocks are very replaceable. As long as they haven't been. It was his first throw. It was your first throw. Then, then like that disc is brand new, and like you can find a disc that flies like that very easily. If it had been beat in already, then I would say because like I always, for me personally, I would just write first ace, the date and the course on the back. Some people have like the people on their card sign it, and then that thing's going right back in my bag. And I will say to this day, I have had four aces um and each one of those discs has gone back into my bag and i've never lost one of them i've never lost one of my ace discs. See, my
0: first my first ace disc was a ledgestone ti zone because it was before ti zones existed mine was a
1: g-star rhino and i skipped mine was it in kc rock
0: Oh, well, there you go you got something in, in common tanner i skipped it in on hole 18 at peaks view it was the first time lizzie ever played disc golf you with me. skipped it in on a zone? Yeah, I threw it. I thought it was an awful shot, and then it skipped up, and then I heard chains. How and I was did like, you get a zone to eighteen at peak? Oh, eighteen. Short eighteen. I thought you. I was thinking of seven. And then I walked around the corner. It was just sitting in the basket, so I wrote it on the bottom and then hung it on my wall because it was a zone.
1: Every single one of my aces. But then has uh, after putter. that, wait, do I have? I only have three aces. I I lied. I capped. I only have three aces. After that, so, my next few aces. Straight.
0: One of my aces is with the Nova that's in my bag. I don't remember which ace it was. But all those I just kept. My first tournament ace, if that ever happens, which it probably won't because I'm retired from disc golf now. Yes. But if my, if I ever had a first tournament ace, I would retire that one because I still haven't had a tournament ace. But, yeah, keep – I think for your first ace, if you're sentimental like I am, hanging on a wall, if not, keep throwing it.
1: I've never – see, I've, I've, all, I've never been the guy to be like – when I – for me, like collecting discs – is about collecting discs. I want to put in my bag at some point. See, not I'm about. A, I like collecting. I'm not about the like rare disc. I've never been about that. I could probably get into it, but like for me, like especially because when I was getting into disc golf, I was literally like 14 years old. So I was like saving up, like literally dollar by dollar, to get to that like 12 bucks so I could buy a Yeti Pro AVR. Like yeah. I remember, like oh my gosh, like mom, I have 11 dollars here. It is so I can buy this disc online. Like so that was what it was about for me. So it was always like let me get discs that i can um like some, like even if i have a collection there are 100 discs that i might cycle through my bag someday not like ones that are and then like disc becomes sentimental to me because i've used them a ton yeah but i don't I, i've never hung a disc on a wall i'm looking at a disc i've hung on a wall over there but that is because it has <laughs> that's because my brother got it to me and it has my dog like died on it but like i've never gotten like an actually rare disc, and been like, this is going on the wall. Matter of fact, usually if I get a, if I actually do happen upon a disc that's like rare to where people will be mad at me if I throw it, I throw it because I think it's funny.
0: See, I I don't I used to flip discs, but I would flip discs just to fund my collecting. So I would buy two of a rare disc, flip one, hang one. Um, that's a great system. Just so i basically all the discs on my wall were for free. Uh, but nowadays, if I like if I get a rare disc, it's just to hang. I just like I like having a bunch of like I like when like a friend comes over I'm like yeah let me show you my disc off I get no it's like that's cool start whipping out like a 19 yeah I, think, I have like a 1989 uh special edition Banshee I think the reason and like the thing's sick
1: the reason I've never gotten into that is because I've never started like if I had a space like let's say if i had like over like where my desk is if i like started hanging up discs, like started making a collection then i would get into it quick because like i grew up i had all kinds of collections i had yeah. a rock collection i, I have a, I thousand, a shark tooth
0: collection <laughs> i have like a thousand basketball cards and yeah, bins that i've been going through cards. slowly and flipping um i had a flat penny collection that was a pretty cool one uh but They're, like they were making fun of me because i started selling my basketball cards who was? Y- y'all. What do you mean? Who? I wasn't making fun of I you. I don't remember
1: making fun of you no, for that. No, we fun of you for that. What are you talking about?
0: When I came in, I was all excited because I sold a LeBron James rookie for like $300. I promise you I didn't make fun of you. I might have
1: been like, oh, wow. you!" Like I might have been like nagged at you because you sold it instead of holding I don't even think I acknowledge it.
0: that. Y'all made fun of me for like a week straight. Cause then the next day what? I because the next day I sold a Russell Westbrook. I, I remember this, but are you gaslighting me right now? We no, did not I'm make serious. funny for a week He's straight.
1: Not. I don't remember formulating a single joke about that. I probably that said, Oh, why'd you sell it? Like you should have held on to it. But I didn't even say like, I wasn't making jokes like, Oh, here comes Mr. Basketball card, man. You gonna bar- buy a Ferrari with your basketball card money. That's like, the
0: exact <laughs> type of jokes you were
1: making. I'm, I promise you that was the first time I have even tried to think of something like that. My
2: first ace was
1: with I think a, we've gotten, <laughs> I think we've gotten so far in your head that like yeah, you just like think we make fun of you so at all times. no, I well, I can promise you we didn't. Maybe like you thought we were going to make
0: fun of you for it? You no, I know. That,
1: and then we did it and then you just like created it in your mind. All right. Well, you we'll see talk somebody about, it later. about that.
0: We'll talk about it later because I can quote the jokes you're making towards me. Oh, I'd
1: love to hear that. But
0: that's completely irrelevant to Grip Locked. So we're going to move on. Uh, before we get into anything else, I do want to uh, give a quick shout out because I wanted to go ahead and say now that it's official that we're going to be at USDGC and we're going to be having ourselves a good old time down there. We're going to be doing a lot of media, some post round shows. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil too much of what we have. We're going to ace hole 17. Uh, but pretty excited that we're going to be down there filming for that week. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff, um, that'll be happening down on our channel and, uh, Huge shout out to them. They've been super easy to work with. I was... I was a... When I sent the initial email, I expected just to get a hard, like, you guys are idiots, no. Yeah. And instead, they welcomed us with open arms and they basically, like, anything we've asked for, they've been like, absolutely. We can, well, we can make that happen. You know, I'll have someone meet you out there and do X, Y, and Z. So... I've been very impressed. I'm very excited. We're about a month away from USDGC. We talk about USDGC almost every podcast just because we love that tournament so much. So super excited to be down there, but not as a spectator this time. Down there with like in the ropes creating content. That's going to be one heck of a week. So yeah, it's be definitely awesome. be on the lookout for that. I think we're all extremely excited to be able to be down there and work with them on a bunch of different stuff. Um, but let's get into what went down last weekend with the Delaware Disc Golf Challenge and we had Conor O'Reilly getting his, fir- his first big win. His, before this, his, his biggest win was a B-tier. He wins his first national tour by two strokes over Austin Hannum and Ricky, who are tied for second. Uh, this a is a
1: quietly good season.
0: Well, he, yes and no, because this is what we've kind of been talking about throughout this entire year. There's just so many players that could win on tour now, right? Yeah. Because uh, after this win, he's placed 20th in the world uh according to you just rankings but if you look at the dominance index which is what they change to see where you're ranked with how much he jumped before going into the week he was the 70th best player in the world i i just been noticing that he had i he has one or two like he, good
1: finishes he has like three or four like top 40s like he's
0: been yeah like, top 40s yeah, yeah. like he's had one or two like top 10s right
1: he he's been like hanging around there's not many tournaments that he showed up to and like Blown up, which not really many players can say. So he's been having a consistent season where he's like cashing.
0: Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is like those type of players, like Connor O'Reilly a few years ago, is not beating the field with like Ricky and Calvin in it. Yeah. No, that was, but now this year, here we go. You know what I mean? This is, this is what we've been talking about. The parity's coming and it's coming fast because now every week anyone could win. We also had Austin Hanum absolutely storming back. He got a very sick ace on hole. I think it was 15. It was like a 400-foot flex forehand. And uh, the only thing that was bad about the ace, but there was no way around it, was he couldn't react immediately because he couldn't tell it went in because it was so far away and over the hill. Yeah. So he threw it. He's like, oh, yeah, that's a good shot, walked off. And then the GK Pro uh, catch cam guy radioed in and was like, "Uh, that went in. And then he, like, turned around and was like, what? And then they all, like, freaked out. I think Bradley Williams or someone was up next on the tee. And I was, like, threw his disc up in the air. I was like, well, I'm not even throwing now. It was such a ridiculous ace. So That is sick. And it was also a crucial moment because that eventually put him at 20 under, which was one behind Connor when Connor still had, like, two holes to play. Yeah. So Ricky was, like, still a few strokes back. But Austin was in the clubhouse at 20 under when I think Connor was at, like, 21 under with two to play. So it put some pressure on him for those last few holes, but he was able to hold it out and end up taking it down by two over both Austin and Ricky. Other thing that Delaware did was y'all's little dark horse curse transfer last week. It, it worked.
1: worked. I told you, this is the
0: first time that it's worked in this <laughs> fashion.
1: Get into existence.
0: You made my player not even show up for the event.
1: It's well. Just
0: just, the day of the event, you you can
1: call it the curse or (laughs) me sending blackmail. It's whatever you you want to call it. I
0: pick him on a Thursday. I
1: sent him. I said you don't show up.
0: I pick him Wednesday, (laughs) and then by the time the podcast came out and like Friday morning, he's off the list. Yeah,
1: he's on a carnival cruise, all expenses paid by Connor (laughs) Kennedy.
0: (laughs) He's just gone. So I end up losing. Who? Which one of you even won? I didn't even pay attention. I did. So I, I I know last week I made this whole speech of like we got to put coffee in. So here. Here's my coffee cup from last week. I'll get you coffee after the show. (laughs) Is that way you have a visual?
1: Very disappointing. For me, it's about the message. It was never about the coffee.
0: Mainly, it's not about the coffee (laughs) because that would mess your stomach up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get you a hot chocolate
2: from Um, Sheets. It's like 80 80 degrees degrees out, typically. I mean, it is rainy today. It is
0: pouring rain all day today.
2: I feel like we should preface and tell everybody why it sounds like an echo chamber in here.
0: Because we've moved our just, warehouse. Just I just feel like it's here. better if they know that if they we know. know that we know that yes. it's an echo. I yeah. felt like it didn't sound that bad. But anyways, if you're wondering why it we sound like it's an echo chamber, in it here, sounds like
2: I've put reverb on you guys. It's voices.
0: because Connor made us record yeah. in his bathroom. No, it's, so we're Connor just, thought we <laughs>
1: sounded cooler with an echo. Effect. Yeah. Connor,
0: <laughs> Connor was like, I tried all these sick reverb things. No, we, we moved our entire warehouse and uh, we're sitting in what's going to be our in-person store eventually. But when so you take like everything out of a room right now, <laughs> when you take everything out of a room, spoiler alert, it makes it echoey. <laughs> Who would have known? Uh, so we're going to get some curtains and stuff up in here as like a temporary fix next week. But for this week, hopefully it's not too bad. On the FPO side of Delaware, we had Katrina Allen winning by 10 strokes, shooting an 11 under final round. Now which where, actually, where was Paige? Paige was boycotting the event. <laughs> she was gone uh we'll talk about that in a second um but she shot an 11 under final round which tied with her boyfriend austin hanum for the hot round final round so were they
1: playing the same tees
0: maybe it's a little no the fpo had uh, okay i was about to say holy cow fpo had uh somewhat shorter tees i think it might have been i think the course played a thousand feet shorter overall it's still pretty good but yeah it was still a very impressive round there was also some she had like some sick putts i saw it on a uh, twitter Dang. it's um, like she
1: gets the putter going like in just random events yeah it probably just depends on how she starts
0: out now is that a disc golf conspiracy i don't know what both shooting 11 down <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i wrote these notes so late at night last night i just wrote disc golf conspiracy and i had i was like, trying to catch up with myself because i had one that like, i was gonna fabricate and i can't world? remember what it was
2: what is it I don't know. It was, ale- it was like What's 1130
0: last night and I was like, oh, that'd be so funny to get it to like build out this conspiracy. But I don't remember what the conspiracy was. I bet so it would have so been hilarious. It would have been I, really just, funny, I just sent it and said it disc golf been... conspiracy hoping one of you two would it pick It would
1: have been really funny.
0: Well, one day we should have a disc off conspiracy segment
2: where I we agree. each just make up our best. We just make the up. The problem our is
1: I feel like my conspiracies that would be really good would actually end up based in truth and then I'd be washed down a river somewhere like dead because I actually guessed correctly. Cuz you
0: like expose. I know too Nick much. Mafia ties I think we ties something. I think we know
1: too much that our conspiracies if we really tried to make them real like we would actually guess correctly. That's what we That's should do. True. It should
0: be like the Michael Scott rumor. Yeah. Where one one, room, of, one of our two, three conspiracies is true and the other two are fake.
1: Like, that's funny. Just make the like, just make two of them like obviously fake, and so they know which one is the real one. <laughs> oh, man. Like, Palmy Best actually left handed. Uh, Katrina Allen has a prosthetic leg, and then we just like pour the real one on. <laughs> I mean, we go into like Connor detail. wears a wig, <laughs> yeah. Connor does wear a wig though, but go ahead. Uh,
0: Sarah Hogan came in second, Holly Finley in third. Um, I really wish I could remember that conspiracy because it was funny. Don't worry about it. I should have wrote more than just dang it, Hunter. Anyways. The feel of the event for me did, was just... Oh, was
1: it like that they faked the ace so that he would
2: shoot the same score? Is that no, what? it definitely wasn't it. Okay. It was she deeper was, than that. She was beside the basket and she just tossed it in.
0: It was deeper than that. Right. <laughs> it goes deeper than that, man. Yeah, way deeper, yeah, man. Way more people were connected in this conspiracy. There's was a lot of people. <laughs> there was a lot of high-ups at the Pro Tour that were involved. Okay. Uh, I don't remember great. what it was.
1: Maybe you dreamed it.
0: <laughs> Maybe I did. I don't know. Uh, the feel of this event, though, something about it, just didn't draw me in and I was talking to Brody cause normally Brody and I are texting back and forth about the live disc golf's going on and he was in the same boat. And then I was texting you, you were kind of in the same boat. Were you drawn into the event counter?
2: Not necessarily. No.
0: Yeah. And the live views were down. There was like 7,000 people watching the final round, the final holes on YouTube, which normally I feel like it's over 10. I think sometimes we've seen close to 15,000. So I put a poll out on our Twitter Which, shout out, if you are a Twitter person, like we are, um, then we just started a new Twitter for this show specifically. It's at GriplockedPod, the Griplocked Podcast. Uh, So we'll tweet out, like for instance, this, I tweet out a poll so I get some statistics for uh, today's show, but also we'll tweet out clips, funny instances. Maybe if I ever think up this conspiracy theory, we'll actually... Recorded and put it on there. Who knows what's gonna be on there? But I tweeted out, "How did you feel about the Delaware Challenge?" I gave people super into it, kind of paid attention to it, and didn't watch it. Got a decent amount of responses. Uh, 14% said they were super into it. 53% said kind of paid attention to it, which I think that's where I would put myself. Like I Same. watched the U disc scores, kind of knew what was going on, and 31% said they just didn't watch it. So
1: that's interesting to me. I bet that 31%, and I'm not sure what the number is, but. I bet still to this day there is a few thousand people potentially, or at least a few hundred people that are only going to watch live if Paul's in contention.
0: I didn't even say live. Well, I just okay, said only
1: pay attention if Paul's in contention. Oh,
0: like the tournament at all?
1: I, I bet. I bet he still carries that kind of weight to where, like, a Paul isn't even there to begin with. But like, if he, I, I bet when he's in contention to win, that increases the viewership a lot. He just has a lot of pool still.
0: I just wasn't. I don't know. I think if it had been a pro tour event. I think it also with the same field because obviously the field was part of it, but if it was this, a pro tour event with the exact same field, I feel like it would have drawn me in.
1: Yeah. Also the guy who was in the lead and like tracking to win was somebody that people, most people probably didn't even know who he was.
0: But I feel like that's like a bigger story. Like I got to see if Ricky chases this guy down.
1: Disc golf is kind of, yeah, I don't know though. Disc golf is interesting. Like a lot of times people don't get into that as much.
0: Maybe. Uh, I think it was also like, I think Eagle was protesting it because of how Worlds went down. Paige was protesting it because of US Women's, because it was a national tour. Paul, I don't think was protesting. I think he just was skipping it because of, he went to AM Worlds, then came back and went a week off. Yeah. Um, but the field in general was a little bit on the weaker side, but I don't even think that was my main reason. I didn't care. I think it was just, I think it's just the national tours are dead.
1: Yeah, I don't really care about the national tour anymore.
0: Like when I hear national tour, I think, uh, like it, national tours at this point feel like Silver Series to me. Almost. yeah they
1: do they, like, they just have, have that important. same vibe
0: where it's like yeah i know they're going on i'll talk about the results i like i'll pay attention to you disc live but i like i could not i have no idea who the national tour points leader is right now
1: i think it's it was paul
0: so i mean that shows you how little he cares actually let's let's look it up let's Wait. look up the national tour point standings what
1: was the last nt
0: could not even tell you
1: why do i feel like it just happened I had just seen on Instagram them posting about the uh, N.T. standings and like Paul was like at 255 and like he had like a 20-point lead.
0: National Tour, where are the points? 2021 series points. Where's the standings? Did you sort it? Point standings. All right, so Ricky is in the lead. This is after Delaware. All right, so he probably took the lead. Ricky is in the lead by only by four points. So I don't know if Paul's plan on playing Music City. It goes Ricky, Paul, Calvin, Kevin Jones. Has Eagle just not even... There's Eagle. Eagle's only played three of them. Yeah. No, he only played two of them. He only played two. Yeah, so very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, but yeah, let us know in the comments what you thought. If you felt like were crazy and that you thought that you were just die hard paying attention to the Delaware Disc Golf Challenge, or if you're in the same boat as us and you're just like, nah.
1: I think I knew I've it was seen... going on, but
0: like what is it?
1: I was saying earlier, like the NT for me, like an NT is only going to generate hype. If a, the field is good enough and B, if it's like one of the like prestigious NTs, like Delaware is not a really prestigious national tour. I'm sorry, Delaware people. Like I, it was, a, it's a cool course over there. It just hasn't been around as long as some of the other ones. Like if this is Beaver state fling, which is like a really notable NT or even like music city at least has been around, I think a little bit longer. I might be wrong on that. Um, but some of those, like, I may have still paid attention to if the field was there. But Delaware, like, it's an NT. field's kind of weak. Hasn't even been. It doesn't have a ton of prestige as an event. So
0: I would be surprised if the NTs are still there next year. No chance. I'd be surprised if they stuck around. No if they stick chance. around, it's just the PDGA refusing to let go of their pride. Yeah, I, they're going to be gone. Because they need to absorb into, like, Delaware is a great Silver Series event. Something like Beaver State Fling, which I think I think they should take some of the events. some, and make them some pro of them tours. are great pro tour events, some are great Silver Series events. They can all still exist. So there's yeah. like the Delaware at Iron Hill, like that still exists. It just is. It's a better Silver Series event than a pro tour event because I heard a lot and of people talking about the course. The like, good, they didn't really like the course,
1: the good Silver Series events draw in really like Goat Hill and some of the yeah. There's still a Stafford, good way to get like they get good fields.
0: Yeah, and they're a good way to get more points because we're gonna talk about later the there's only two pro tour events left this year about to hit them both back to back um and see who who's positioned right now to make the tour finale and who's positioned right now to, got, to win the pro tour points we've got mvp
1: uh GMC. gmc usdgc music city well i'm going out of order here we yeah. go Muse, uh bow for bedford here <laughs> put that on your schedule then uh music, music city, city then usdgc right yeah
0: and then the pro tour finale and then the finale crazy how close we're getting to we're, the we're almost at the end of the season oh gosh yeah when things get to the east coast swing they really start picking up yeah it's this crazy. uh this next part isn't exactly a topic but i was scrolling through reddit and um because i was looking for like a good controversial topic well that's where you'll find it i just thought this was one of the funniest posts i've ever read Oh, wow. So it said... uh, Maybe it's just funny to me. I don't know. It kind of fits into what we were talking about some last week, but the title was Prodigy Pyramid Scheme. Oh, yes. (laughs) And then it says... So, does anyone actually throw Prodigy, or is it all some sort of Pampered Chef, Mary Kay (laughs) pyramid scheme? I'm yet to meet someone who throws Prodigy discs who's not sponsored.
1: (laughs) That is so funny.
0: I was just thinking, because Prodigy is the one with the street team. Let me
1: tell you something.
0: We were talking about last week, like, all the sponsored players, like, street team and all that. They
1: do go heavy on their street team. Yeah. Well, we also talked about last week, you got to remember about Prodigy, that, like, they're pretty big over in In Europe. Europe. Here's the thing about Prodigy, and we are all very familiar with prodigy yeah, because we threw it in college. We had like a little deal with our college team. So the thing about prodigy is their product can be very good, just as good as pretty much any other company's product. Absolutely. Like they, they have great, they have some plastic blends that are great. They have molds across pretty much all of their, um, everything, every kind of stability and, and speed that are great. The problem with Prodigy that we always seem to find was originally, so when Prodigy first came out, everything they made was super overstable. It was great for pros, but it was not good for amps. So then they decided to retool everything. And then all of a sudden, everything was way too understable. So that was when we kind of hopped on the Prodigy train. And we found that we have all these like D1s and F1s, the most stable stuff, and they flip. And we were like, well, what are the pros throwing? And we looked at the pros and they're all throwing the old stuff still. So, like, their bag, like, you couldn't even get their bag. So, like, yeah, that was, I, that I, was I like
0: DM'd, I would DM, like, uh, Zach Melton was with them at the time and Chris Dickerson and them. And I'd be like, yo, what am I supposed to throw for a headwind driver? Right. Like, you gotta find a Bowling Green D3 from yeah, like 2016. That's what I'm saying. Now, I was like I'm going to go pay $95 for one driver. Now, here's the thing.
1: Apparently, according to our prodigy inside source Justin Rozak, they they just recently have retooled stuff again, like the D1s and stuff and he said they're stable again. So they fixed cuz here's the another thing about them is sometimes Fool me once. You can get you you get <laughs> Fool 400. Me twice. You get like 400 plastic for example, 400 blend is supposed to be like you're like champ, you're like clear. Uh, kind of most durable. You could get that same plastic bun and it could look like three different plastics, depending yeah. on just which one yeah. you get. Their transitions are kind of interesting. Now I will say though, like you get your hands on like a good A2, an F five. Uh, I had some really good D twos. Um all of of their mids the M4, really M yeah. M two three. They make some fours. of the best mids and putters in the game. Yeah. They have Prodigy has if you some get your hands
0: stuff. on the right runs, Prodigy's amazing. If a you good, pick up if you just go to the store and buy a prodigy disc 50 nah, 50 chance depends, if you're going to like it It or depends not. what you get though if, if you, you buy an m4 you're always gonna like an m4 if you want to mm, if you buy <laughs> i don't know about that I, have, I haven't thrown an m4 i didn't hey, like hey, we got some one here that was super overstable
1: and like you really, just
0: can't expect it to be anything you have to throw the disc you can't
2: that was <laughs> that was my whole issue when I played for Prodigy, right?
1: You just got to throw it and take it for what it is. You got to
2: just wipe <laughs> your if you best bet. you lose your M4, you can't go expecting no, to have that same M4. No. you get
0: the disc, you wipe the stamp before you get to the field so you don't know what you're throwing, and you and just, just chuck it, it, and you're like, wow, that's super overstable. I love it. What that's was fun, that? That's oh, that's a, my M4. That's a fun <laughs> one.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting one. My to most think about overstable
0: it. driver that I used all through college was a like, 168 D3. Yeah, the old D3s. That was were, my headwind driver. The old D3s were stable. It wasn't even old. Really? It was just, they sent it with our allotment.
1: That that was, that's interesting. And
0: my flippiest one, a D1. So yeah. you just got to ignore the numbers, just grab the disc and chuck it. And that you'll have is to, you'll so have fun. funny. But if you find
2: a disc that you like, you'll really like it. Yeah, yeah. you'll
0: love it. Uh, just don't ever lose it. Yeah, some of my favorite. <laughs> you'll never find it again.
1: Some of my favorite discs. I would say if you're looking for the safest bet in like something to try Prodigy, I've heard this PMS, the Ace Line Yeah, uh, the P Model S. The P model S, the Ace Line disc. Those are all consistent, the Ace Line yeah. stuff. I've well, heard well, P- I haven't
0: thrown a P Model S yet. I've heard, and it I've it's heard I mean one PS heard US the P model US is, is great.
1: It's stable. It's not understable. So I've heard that those are good and these are all painted. In the FX two. FX two really good all and their then, newer um, stuff if you get like a baseline uh like m2 or m3 those are going to be a solid bet pa3s are typically always going to be pretty yeah. decent
0: pa3 i've never had a bad pa3 yeah there's it, some that are like flat instead of concave prodigy, and they just are, prodigy eh.
1: you know what's funny is when i when i was first getting into disc golf prodigy i was in disc golf when prodigy came onto the scene yeah like that first time to- year and I remember one of the first tournaments I ever went to, there was this guy who sold this out of his van. I think his name was like Devin or something. I forget what the name of his company Classic. was. <laughs> but uh, I like went up to him, and this was when Prodigy had probably only been around for like less than a year, I would like to say. And I walk up to him and I'm like, I had never felt Prodigy, but to me, like this brand looks so cool. And I was like, do you have any of that Prodigy stuff? Like, I'd love to like check it out. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I have to get it out of my van. I don't really put it out anymore. Like nobody really wants it anymore. And this was like months after they had come out. So like, I don't Prodigy was almost like a really weird swing and miss.
0: When they first came out, I should be able to say this. When they first came out, (sighs) Pretty much most of the pros that switched over, there was a reason there wasn't in the bags for Prodigy for a long time because most of the pros were. talking about, dude,
1: they released all those in the bags. But but it was a
0: decent bit after because a lot of the top pros were just throwing in of a stamped. And of a discs with Prodigy stamps I suspect, on suspect
1: I suspected that those in the bags that they released originally were a little bit shammed because they didn't seem to like know So this is a my lot. PA3.
0: Don't look at the bottom. It says KC AVR. Not like
1: that. I meant like I think they just like picked out discs. Oh, and you think, think, they think they filled they their like, bag? Right,
0: yeah. Nowadays, like, it's all legit. Yeah. But I think, well, back then, when it's a new company, I don't know. The, the early stages of Prodigy, I think, put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth it because Prodigy, a lot of stuff on the pro scene and other ways went down weird and so i think a lot of yeah. people just had like an initial bad taste with prodigy and it takes a lot of time to get rid of that bad taste versus like a good first impression then you just their brand
1: was also a shake-up to the disc golf world because they went with like the m1 d1 like the more professional like no- i
0: love the naming system right but it backs you into a corner uh,
1: yeah i think it's, it's yeah. it backs you into a corner too quickly I think what do you do whenever you come up whenever you
2: want to come out with something more yeah, safe I think like what one. do you do
0: when your d1 flips yeah
2: yeah, right. I, yeah. Here we are D zero D yeah. negative one and well, then think, they
0: made the X one which is amazing. I think if this company were, and now they don't
1: make it anymore. If this company were to come along nowadays where the sports headed with that more modern like professional brand approach then I think it may have even latched on better but back then it was a little strange because everybody was throwing discs that like they were used to a certain way of like discs being named and like the system how it worked.
0: Yeah. If you're in the right area though prodigy is all you'll see.
2: It could be very. popular. There's
0: like a hotbed in Tennessee, around I think in Georgia too. Yeah, there's like a few. We're like on the edge of it, so we see a lot more project than some places. I've heard like uh, on the West Coast, it's probably way more true that like you don't see someone throw project unless they're sponsored. I mean, I kind of feel like that's still true
2: for where we are. Well, here we, only we see, we see a lot
0: school. of we see a lot of street team and people at Liberty who are basically on the street team. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the gist of it. You <laughs> that's know, the gist. I mean, well, you'll got, see. You'll see people sneak M4s and PA3s, this area, and stuff like that, in their bags.
1: This area is like a hotbed. That's like we've had a scene for a while, but it's been very much taken over. Like the COVID burst brought. I would say. If you took hundred percent of our field right now, I would say like more than half of them came from the COVID. Burst. Probably, and like so, they're all throwing disc discraft. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> Every, it's just you're seeing just zeuses and buzzes everywhere. It's so weird because yeah. when I got into disc golf, it was innova. Like that yep. was what you threw.
0: Yeah. When I read that post though, I was just dying that laughing. Is so, funny. Like, so funny. It was someone who's like you could tell he's like being I like love, somewhat funny, but also someone serious who he's I like, does hearing, anyone actually throw this? I love
1: <laughs> hearing like perspectives from like people who might be, like, newer to the sport to not understand the background of Prodigy. And, like, they just... They observe something and they just write out how they're feeling on, like, Reddit. Like, I want to see more of that. Like, people who are new to the sport, if you see something that's just confusing the heck out of you, like, tweet at us or something. Like, so we can, like we can like look at it from our perspective and be like, yeah, that is kind of funny. Yeah. yeah
2: Cause, Cause the lines ones, it just it, makes sense. Yeah, Notice we're, we're not making of fun it. of this guy. We just, we like it. It's just, funny. No, I just hear. read it. I was like, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, that's probably exactly how I'd feel right now. Yeah. Cause I just it. see, because everyone you see posts about it on Facebook has that prodigy street team around their Facebook profile. They're I'm telling gonna... you m fours are the only thing to throw. Yeah.
2: Well, that's like my friend that told asked me why I liked Paul Macbeth so much. I think it'd be funny if you put the Project. See, that's another interesting one.
1: Yeah. If you put the Prodigy Street we don't Team don't in talk like about your, your that right Twitter now. profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny. What did you see all, like, how many street teams you can get on? Like, see if you can get, like, oh, five different ones. I just DM all of them. And, I just, and just have <laughs> all their logos, like the Infinity Stones <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> of street teams. That'd be funny. <laughs>
3: that'd be I wonder great. they
0: don't... Oh, that'd be so easy. I might have to do that. Get on get on team on Trilogy, Prodigy Street Team, Gateway Underground, Discraft Underground. What would be rock a fifth stars. one? Ooh, Enova Rockstars would be the toughest because I feel like they actually treat that seriously. sometimes. they would never message you
2: back. <laughs> well, <laughs> is that right, personal been, experience? Yeah, been hurt no, I don't by know. Them? I don't know if they know how to use computers over there. <laughs> what are that you supposed talking about? He's so old, dude. Innova's so old.
0: No, dude, they're oh, giving man. us the keys to the kingdom at USDGC, man.
2: Innova's making a
0: st- storming back.
2: People are starting I, I to realize. I hope they do. I don't know. Everyone left their. <laughs> I rocks have to and- say, I think that I think that. The bogey bros are a little bit responsible for bringing Innova back. because I will not talking. I will
0: not possibly take... This is what's responsible for bringing Innova back. I'll explain it in one sentence. All right, not one it. sentence. One, Ten seconds. Everyone... Paul left Innova. hmm Everyone freaked out, left Innova. I was like, yeah. dude, I got to start trying all this discraft. And then they realized the Thunderbirds and the Rocks and the T-Birds and the Destroyers, they are staples in the game for a reason. Not that Discraft doesn't have discs that are like it, but you gotta go back to them like when i put a when i threw a kc pro rock again i was like that's what i've been missing frick when i threw my thunderbirds again people in people in the uh, bogey row battles were commenting and they're like dude hunter has gotten so much better i was like no i put in back in my bag i put my Dang. thunderbirds and rocks back in my bag that's what i was missing
1: paying this guy <laughs> no that's all i was missing Hunter's been paid off by Innova. No, because
0: the Onyx oh, that, for me was the Onyx was that's too a stable. Conspiracy yeah. That's conspiracy. Too. The Onyx for me was too stable. The Buzz I just didn't like the feel in my hand, and the Vulture I wanted to be my Thunderbird but it was too flippy. So I was just missing, and before that was my game was rocks and Thunderbirds. And I, I was think, missing it. I think and so. Inuba once has... I put it back in my bag, then I was just back in my comfort zone.
1: Inaba's got a great thing going. I the only the only thing about Inaba and like. Being a part of the Innova community and throwing Innova, that's a bummer. At least in my experience, is um, like like you just mentioned, those molds you just mentioned, those are the same molds that those guys are going to throw forever. Innova can come out with whatever they want. And every once in a in a blue moon, somebody, some of the, one of the pros might adopt a new mold, so you might see some Innova guys throw them, but it's kind of boring. Whereas like... Yeah. Discrafts,
0: good golf's not boring, man <laughs> like other
1: companies I feel like are, are trying no, hard able, to like they're push able new to molds. Get new molds like the Raptor didn't exist a few years. A few
0: I'm years saying, ago. saying, like, yeah, like,
1: Innova, like, you're always good. Now, the Thunderbird, because, like, the Thunderbird was probably the last mold to shake it up, and that was years and years ago. Yeah,
0: and the reason it got shook up was because Paul started throwing Paul started throwing it,
1: right. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the thing about Innova. Like, if you're going to throw Innova, if they so you're get ready it, for a boring life. You I might mean, play well, Ricky, but you're going to have a boring <laughs> life.
0: Ricky's put a lot of pigs in players' bags. You're right.
1: But that's they
0: get If they get a player, like, Ricky, I think, is throwing a pretty basic Innova bag, plus, like, the pig, and he started putting with whales. But... So maybe he's not trying to basic Innova bag, but beyond that, like if they get a player who's like, "Nah, dude, the crate is where it's at. The crate is it," and starts throwing a crate all over the place, yeah. I just think it's the player's responsibility. That the company can't do anything about that. It's the player's responsibility to pick up discs and start
2: freaking out over them. I was just right. saying that I think that you saying stuff about it, Hunter, has made people think about it more. Think about here's maybe the, I should try a few Innova discs.
1: Here's just the other thing, though. Along with that point, is that they've never Innova never is always scared to touch the original mold. So other than making the three, the T-Bird three and whatever, mm-hmm. they never said, a here's a better destroyer and like tried the market or here's a better T-Bird. Here's our new T-Bird. That's better.
0: Here's our better rock. Well, who's ever, who's ever saying that? What? Well, like, like Discraft didn't come out with the Zeus okay, and say, here's the better force. Yeah, but they, but you, they you never bad talk. But your They molds. went
1: to not like, okay, not actively saying that, but they basically, Paul went to Discraft and they created a new flagship distance driver. Innova has never created a flagship. This de- de- destroyer has been their flagship distance driver for all of eternity. I think they've never, if Innova, like if, like if Ricky disc- went to them and, and they said, he said, what, what's like, what's like your ideal destroyer? Let's make that already out of the box, a new disc. And let's make that our new flagship driver. Yeah, I didn't say
0: That's the disc. Innova's missing is the Zeus. Right. That's just like once that st- like, because the force and the destroyer are very similar. So just one mm-hmm. step down. That's what I'm saying. They don't Which ever have like a slightly beaten destroyer. Mm-hmm. If they made that,
1: I they, mean, they don't yeah, they don't push the I probably wouldn't throw it cuz I have
0: stuff. a Zeus in my bag, but like <laughs> a lot of people would throw it.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I feel like they've kind of s- sat and settled on their molds that are great. They, they are to, they are
0: amazing, but like it, as a fan, they've been trying to reinvent the boring. putter. I feel like they try a lot more with their putters. They still have not been able to recreate the zone. The only company that's come close, which I don't know which company well, came first, the rat, was and the it's Harp. Pretty darn similar, but the Rat just doesn't. It just doesn't. I've never thrown it. It has like no glide. I feel it's not. Glide, I feel like
2: it's not, like it's not as stable.
0: Heck, yeah, I think that's what I've heard with most of them. Is even the AVR X3. Like they all just end up going straight when it's all said mm, and done. The X3 is pretty stable, not as stable, but it's as not a zone. as stable as a Zone. But it's, I don't know why Innova hasn't been able to figure that out. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe they're not trying. Because for a long yeah, time so it was know, like every
2: everybody was just throwing the Gator. Yeah, and that was now it's a pig which the pig
0: flies like a zone. It just feels different.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so maybe it's...
0: Maybe they're just happy.
1: They want to move pigs for Ricky, I guess, so why would they make it a zone?
0: That's true. That's true.
1: I like the feel of the pig quite a bit, honestly. I'd I'd love to... To try one of those out. Now, I remember the one time I wanted to get a pig though, I was actually at Nationals one year and all of them had domes. And I'm like, Well
0: that's Yeah, you else. gotta find a flat pig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They will they will come out runny. That's one thing about the zone is I have seen maybe one domey zone in my entire life. Well, then you didn't see one of the runs we got like a few months ago because every single one had a dome. Never mind, I lied. <laughs> I not feel like most zones the most zones every I've seen, time
1: they come out perfectly board the flat. Only like occasionally
0: weird zone I've ever seen has been concave runs but that's not bad. That's sick. That's amazing. Yeah,
1: We've had like one run that like probably had 50 or 60 with a little bit of a dome to it. Interesting. Yeah. Not often though.
0: Well, there's a tangent for you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, One thing I want to talk about too before we got into Trevor's trivia, which this I think will go a little bit faster through now, was we were talking about this yesterday with uh, someone who was coming in helping us fill all these orders for um, the TI Undertaker drop that just happened. As we were saying like, at what point is there going to be a breakthrough? In like disc golf form or something that like someone like our sports so young that someone thinks of something that no one's thought of and it's like that becomes the new standard because that happens in mm-hmm. other sports but then i also started researching a little bit and i noticed that where this happens the most in other sports is actually in the rules so for instance bob curlin and george george McConn in 1944 were the highest jumpers in basketball And so they would just stand in front of the basket and swat everything away, forcing the goaltending rule to become a thing. Right. Ed Walsh used to use uh, spitball. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what that is, but to his advantage in baseball and was so good at it and it was so hard to hit that other pitchers started using it. A lot of guys
1: use their mucus. And then
0: eventually it was banned.
1: (laughs) It was like just a substance to get more spin on the ball.
0: Uh, So eventually that was banned. Wilt Chamberlain would leap from the free throw line. I think this was funny. He would leap from behind the free throw line on foul shots and either dunk or lay up instead of shooting the free throw, which forced the rule to be created that you couldn't cross the line until the ball hit the rim and then eventually changed where it is now where you couldn't cross until it left your hand. So, I just want to think, what is the breakthrough either in form or rules that we think is most likely to happen and who will force it to happen? To give you an idea, I can go first unless you have a good idea.
1: I think, well... I would say one of them is going to be standardized T pad lengths and like James Conrad will be like, (laughs) James Conrad is going to like get injured or something. And that's going to force that matter. Interesting. There's going to, I think smaller baskets is going to be one possibly that one's tough if that's going to happen or not. But I think that could happen and that's the whole field would be the ones forcing that. And then as far as like, I, I, man, I, what is your idea? So
0: the one I came up with, I think it's hard to imagine a throw being banned, but if we were to imagine it, the one I was thinking was the grenade banning it because you had to
1: throw the disc right, right now Why on earth. Would you ban it
0: The So hear me out. Okay. Right now, only one I can imagine being banned is the grenade because it allows players to go straight up and over holes in an unnatural fashion. So there's no real way to build a course because if you cut the fairway in, you're gonna have to have the open space above you. Yeah. And a grenade can literally just go straight up and down, so it allows players to kind of cut corners and.
1: But we barely ever see a grenade
0: used. right now. But Kevin, but Eagle started using it, and now Kevin Jones has started using it, and there's a lot of young players that I've seen starting to practicing mm. it. So if you get someone who can throw a grenade 450,
1: so what are you? What, I could see what's them. What's
0: the a rule? I could just see it becoming an illegal throw
1: but like is that literally the wording like you just like you cannot throw the grenade type throw okay i didn't write was, out the rule i I'm was just, thinking, I, was just like, like, I was just thinking of like i can see that break if you say the upside door. down this then you can't throw like no tomahawks and thumbers and stuff it would probably
0: be like the grenade just like if you ban i don't know like there's a technical rule like word
1: that rule so that there's not like a i mean a loophole like you can't hold like you'd have to be a way that you're holding the disc and throwing. You can't just I feel like you can't just say you can't throw a grenade
0: tile shot because like
1: what does that even mean?
0: I don't know. Maybe like you can't hold the disc upside down, upside down and throw it like a backhand. Yeah. Motion. I don't know. I'm just saying. Not gonna happen. Throw wise, that's the only throw I could see like breaking the game. Yeah, I don't because like if people got good enough at it, then woods golf wouldn't matter because you could just chuck straight up and over. There's
2: a lot of luck, but there's still in canopy. That. Yeah, there's still like, And he
0: still had to hit a line
2: I to did, go up over the trees. I see where, like you're, your going I see where yeah. you're going with that. I see where you're going with that. It's a lot
0: different than having to shape a shot. I have a hard time it. believing. What made me think about it was Chris Dickerson. I don't think games. it's going to actually ever get banned, but I was thinking if there was a throw, that was the throw. Because, like, for instance, hole nine, the hole that Chris Dickerson aced backhand putter, it's like a technical straight shot next yeah. to the right. <laughs> Kevin Jones just went grenade every time. And Just chucked it straight up, let it fall straight down. So he never had to go down the technical route. If right. you
2: if you asked me four years ago, I would have said any overhand, because <laughs> I I always said that like because it would make me so angry where I would go play with people and I was throwing the disc the right way and they would just and there are people who just had one DX disc and they would just throw tomahawks that's, everywhere that's and they would just go straight like, down the fairway. But now that like I've had more experience playing in with better people, I see people throw overhands and like do it well, like not just because they can't throw anything else, but because they can do it. They really can well. shape it, yeah. And I so would, I wouldn't say. It I would say the easier way to fix that problem
1: is just to implement uh, a, a mando. If you're worried about people cutting it off, like just make it a height mando.
0: Probably, I'm just saying that's the only <laughs> it's easier fix. When He's I was thinking, if through, there was if a there throw, was a throw that was going to be banned, right. I think it'd be the. Grenade. I don't
1: know if I could. I couldn't think of a, a better idea. That's
0: the only <laughs> one I could think of. Of like, because like most of these were like someone did something, and it just broke the game. Like it's like that's not how the game should be played. So we mm-hmm. have to force a rule. Yeah. And the only thing I could think of was grenades. People were just like, oh, it's a horseshoe. Okay, I'm gonna just chuck it straight up and over. And uh, the other rule, park this park actually, you know it's Going out and around. You know, the only the rule, way to fix that
2: is to play inside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the other only rule like i could think of is uh the circle's edge moving out i think that could be soon even, yeah i think so too because guys like james conrad who just do not miss from 40 i could see feet, yeah. i thought
0: i thought about they're that stepping I, like halfway to the oh uh, i also i also said step putt i thought could be banned mm-hmm. because you can have your foot so close that like so it's almost like it, you're putting to so make it so that your
1: foot
2: can't pass your lie
0: until yeah. It almost be something like your, your you feet can't cross the lie until to, you, your disc have, has been released from your hand. You'd right.
2: have to say step. I would say that the way to fix that is just to make the circle bigger because you, cause you'd have to be able to like, what if, well, right, that, I guess yeah. it doesn't, I guess well, it doesn't cause have, the other thing you can is never cross you your, you could lie, also period.
0: potentially eventually see run ups only being allowed on the tee.
2: That would be crazy.
1: That would be crazy. The then with that, you're in the fairway, the problem with that rule is it would take away the epic try to reach a par five shot. I'm
0: just talking. If we're changing rules, yeah, that like would what, be crazy. what would be like. Yeah, I don't think that, that would, would ever it. happen. Yeah. I could see the step putt being banned at some point in disc golf. That's probably more realistic than the that. grenade being banned. I mean, at just because if you're at 35 you have, feet and you go to step putt, you can have a circle's edge putt realistically yeah. and yeah. yet you have like more momentum going I mean look it.
1: at the rules that are being proposed right now for the PDGA anything's out there yeah yeah they might they might ban backhands. At they might point. ban <laughs> baskets or just
0: go back to tone poles because it's, it's kind of crazy yeah uh, but realistically I think a breakthrough wise much more likely is just something with form because I feel like our disc golf form has been explored but not explored to the full extent oh. like possibility wise I thought of a really good one but I can't say it on the podcast I mean, that could mean anything. <laughs> I'm just thinking like backhand or forehand form. Like once we, once we are able to use the amount of science and technology that's available to the world as a whole, I feel like people are going to start noticing like, oh, why, why on earth are disc golfers doing blah, 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 blah.
2: Yeah. They should be doing blah, blah, blah.
0: They should be doing blah, 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 blah. <laughs> if you reverse that and play it at half speed, you'll hear the secrets to disc golf. <laughs> All right. Nice. With that being said, it's time for the fan favorite segment, Trevor's Trivia. What Kay. do you got?
1: I had about two minutes to cook this up, but I think I got a pretty fun idea. Uh, and that idea is we're going to do a little disc golf spelling bee.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to go... I suck at spelling. <laughs> I know. Well, I'll start you off easy. I'm going to go into this, the Pro Tour standings and find some names.
0: Oh, we're going names? Yes. Even worse. I was thinking H-Y-Z-E-R, Heiser. <laughs> and I'm going to get
1: progressively more difficult as I go on, and uh, we'll just see how well you can do. Oh, this is going to be great. Cause there's so many that are like kind of difficult because of like one letter. We're going to start out pretty easy. Okay. Your first name, your first word is Adam
0: Hammes. Can you use it in a sentence? I'm Adam Hammes no,
1: <laughs> is not playing as good as he should this year.
0: Oof. A D A M.
1: You can like air, write If that helps, no. you're allowed.
0: H A M M E S. Adam Hammes.
1: Correct. Very good. Your next word is Calvin Heimberg.
0: Do I have to spell their first names?
2: No, we'll just go Heimberg because yeah. they're all gonna be the last names. Why you don't know how to spell his first name? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I know how to spell Calvin. Well, now I don't believe you. Yeah, don't C-A-L-V-I-N. Now you L
0: V I N. Okay. Okay. H E I M. Question is it B U or B E? Yeah, I know, I was thinking the same thing. B-U-R-G. Correct. <laughs> oh, that was intense. Wow. wow. That was intense. That was riveting. Your next,
1: your next we'll just go to last name. My heart things. rate's actually getting up. <laughs> your next one is McMahon.
0: M-C-M-A-H-O-N. Correct.
1: You knew that one. I spelled that name enough times to, to know it as well. I was curious. All right. Let's Some of learn. these might
0: be on the screen in front of me, but I didn't cheat. I believe you. I've been looking at Connor, he's time. been making
2: dead eyes.
1: Your I next last name is Hokum.
0: That's definitely on the screen in front of me. <laughs> I definitely am not going to cheat, though. H o k o m.
1: Correct. You just typed it out like today. I typed it out yesterday, so that helps. So that did help. All right, let's start getting difficult because this is starting to get. Your next one <laughs> is Fakus.
0: <laughs> I cheated on that one. I knew you were going to bring her up, so I looked down at Lisa Fakus on my screen. So F a j k u s.
1: Well, you suck.
0: <laughs> took your screen down. Well, that one I was just like, he's NFPO. Your he's going to Your next one is
1: Manduhano.
0: M-A-N-D-U-J-A-N-O. Wow, that's good. Well done. That's so loud. <laughs>
2: oh, my
1: God. Your next one is Cynthia Ricciotti.
2: Oh, there it is. Spell Cynthia.
0: Do I have to spell Cynthia first? Yeah. C Y N T H I A. Very well. (laughs) Okay.
2: I just like clapping.
0: I don't know if there's going to be two C's or two T's or both. R I C C I O. No, it's R I C I O T T I.
1: You spell the whole thing
0: again. <laughs> I don't know. I was hoping you just kind of give it to spell me. Spell the whole thing. R I C C I O T T I.
1: That's correct.
2: Frick yeah. Wow.
1: Well, Come on. Well wow. done. That, you're going to
2: move on to national side. All right, man. We're going to have to get,
1: start getting really difficult now because you're doing incredibly well. I did not expect this performance. Hunter <laughs> is like playing up like he couldn't spell, man. This is really good. I can't
0: spell normal words. Names, I apparently. To okay. be fair, I've looked at the Pro Tour standings a lot.
1: This is my favorite over player. My few so, years. Roethlisberger.
0: And here we go. (laughs) R-O-T-H-L-E-S-B-E-R-G-E-R. Dang it, it's you. Uh, It's
1: L-I-S. You said L-E-S. That's not
0: where I expected to mess up. Be honest with you, <laughs> that's not the one. Well, you expect had a good run the there. Unexpected. I didn't
1: expect that. The fact that you got Ricciotti, that was pretty good. That one, that impressive. was not on my screen. I have I'm not impressed. seen that name in a while. Well done. I'm that impressed. was a good performance. You did not embarrass yourself at yeah, all. I'm okay with that. And those were confident spellings. I don't think I would have done that. I would not have done that well. Well done.
0: Maybe we'll have to have you do it next week.
1: I don't want to. No, <laughs> I picked the games.
0: <laughs> 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 all right, this weekend we got the MVP Open. We are back on the East Coast. I just love the East Coast. Swing the tour. I get super excited every time. Buy as much. (laughs) (laughs) Every time we get over here. Uh, There are some changes on the course that have players seem a little bit mixed. We'll have to just see how it kind of plays out. I know one is like hole eight. They pushed back to like it's 380 or something like that now. Uh, Wait, hole what now? Eight, Uh, over the water.
1: We're not talking about hole
0: Oh. So, like, it used to be right on the water's edge. Now it's like... That's the one that people were acing. Yes, now it's like 100 feet before you even get to the water. They're
1: like, man, let's take the most exciting hole in our course because people kept acing it. It was awesome for coverage and highlights, and let's make it so people probably won't ace it. That will be a great (laughs) idea for running our tournament. Why do you do that? (laughs) I mean, it's still going to... I don't know. That was like, I get that it's like, if you, if that hadn't been happening, like the aces and stuff that had been fine, but like people were acing that hole. It was like a really exciting hole because of that. Like that was a big highlight of the tournament last year. And you're like, let's make sure that doesn't happen this year. <laughs> Move the team. I think back they also feet. did
0: something to hole 17. Like, what is that about? But hole eight, uh, <laughs> hole eight's going to be the more controversial <laughs> Why, why'd one. Why'd you do that? I saw a bunch of TikToks of like Adam and Ezra and all these people like throwing on the hole. I mean,
1: I'm, it's still going to be a good hole. Like it's still, o- a it's water still open, carry to an island. And it's still water. Carry, I'm just not like I'm island. not sure why they took took that away. I'm not sure either. That's interesting. Well, let's get into some predictions. So, disc golfers are very obsessed with making really hard holes as much as they can. MPO. <laughs> They're really obsessed with it. But I mean, <laughs> like every course you ever yeah, go to, but, like but you can play, I'm, you can play the red tees, the yellows, the whites. But forget all those, you're gonna to wanna to play the death keys. My buddy and I invented them myself, so you just gotta use these sticks to mark the pads, and you gotta play from across the street and you can only throw rollers. And it's <laughs> there's like no gaps. It's awesome. Like, no,
0: it's not. I wanna make birdies. <laughs> like they're obsessed with well, it. Well, some sometimes it's needed. Because like you're right. if you looked at if you looked at hole eight objectively and you took out like the actual hole, you just looked at the scores, it's probably very little scoring separation. So they're probably like, we need to add scoring separation. The issue is hole eight was one of the most exciting holes. Yeah,
1: I think it was a great hole. So,
0: like, you have to – there's some holes that you have to be okay with there not being scoring separation on. And you have to be okay with it just being, like, a good, fun hole. You know what I mean? Because it's still, like, right. if you throw in the water, everyone else in your car, especially at the top end, everyone else in your car's two in it, and you're going to take a four. Like, there's still a chance for a two two-stroke swing. It's just now that chance is a lot bigger because now you're – gonna see a lot more people in the water because it's 380 feet but yeah there's a time and place for making making hard holes and this hole isn't even necessarily hard it's just harder um <laughs> i just thought of that tiktok sound where it's like <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> what's going yeah, you on still got a chance to move on to the next one no it's like and i brought you myrrh he's murder. like thank you he's like murder he goes oh, judas no what made you think about that Because <laughs> I said harder okay oh, he's like, guy's harder <laughs> okay all right
2: uh, predictions right, for MPO. a lot worse yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of other tiktok sounds i could have picked okay That's true uh predictions on mpo i want a little out there this week now oh, i got yeah. i'm gonna go from my third place up okay third place Mr. Chipmunkade himself, Michael Johansson. I already
1: that's so. Why is this two weeks in a row you've done that? I
0: might have picked. I yeah. think I picked Michael Johansson
1: yeah. last week. What are you doing? <laughs> We're
0: <laughs> on the East Coast. He's gonna. He's gonna he have in to top three at some not, point. Not when does he do that? This weekend. Okay. We're gonna see it. He came in eleventh at Delaware.
2: That's not third. This is gonna be third. I already know who you picked to win. If he wins, you have to put a comment in your bag. Who did I?
0: I'm not gonna. Who predict
2: my next two? No. Predict his predictions. I'm not predict going to predict
0: my predictions. You I'll, said you know scouts'
1: you know, honor. Scouts' honor. I will not change. No, who I'm I thinking. want you to.
0: I want to know who you think I, I'm going to pick to win.
1: I think well, at least one of these two slots is going to be Kyle Klein. I bet.
0: You're onto me, ma'am. <laughs> Second place, Paul Macbeth. First and first place. place James Kyle. Conrad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, why would I pick Kyle Klein? Because he popped
1: off here last year. Did he? I don't even remember that. This is where he burst onto the scene last year. Do you remember? He was like shredding, and everybody was like, "Oh, who's this Kyle Klein kid?" This was MVP last year. Whoa. He came in like no, it's not
0: much. A little brother like that. <laughs> no, I'm just
1: saying this is like where he like made his entrance to the disc. James golf
0: Conrad's world. gonna win. Paul and Best gonna come in second, and Michael Johansson's gonna throw the comet and bangers all over people and come in third. Yeah. Predicting predictions. Uh, I, think right. predictions add, predicting. I think
2: we need I think we need to add an element, maybe in Dark Horse picks or something, where if they win or if you lose, some something where you have to put a disc that's in their bag in your bag. You know what I mean? Like I. Oh, like from that player. Yeah, like I think that if 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 Michael Johansson gets third place, you gotta have to put a comment in your bag. I would put
0: my banger back in.
2: No, it has, it. Comment. Comment? it has to be a I comment. I will take
0: Here him. I would never predict him.
2: That's a good point. Because the chance. I don't want the comment. We will figure (laughs) figure that uh, segment out later. (laughs) My
1: predictions are Ricky in third, Kyle Klein in second, and Paul in first.
0: Boring. Not really. (laughs) Give me some Michael Johansson up in there. I'm
1: not trying to make bad picks. Come on. I'm not trying to make bad picks.
0: Conrad's going to throw the envy all over you this weekend. You're screwed. Why didn't I pick George He can't throw it
1: anymore. It's 380 now. It's going in the water. There goes the world's disc, the famous one, sinking to the bottom.
0: (laughs) And the eight holes are all going to be crying. Are they still gonna it this year? What? Eight holes. People who like sit on hole eight oh,
1: all day. Oh, probably. Call themselves the eight holes? That's, I didn't know they called themselves that, but that's cool.
2: That's funny. I right, get more into, of that in the
1: sport. Let's get into, now they can't even see the guys on the tee pad. It's so far away, 380 feet.
0: They're gonna get them all rangefinders. Bushnell <laughs> sponsoring the hole.
1: Gosh dang it.
0: <laughs> nice. Nice. Just, <laughs> I was just saying, I'm not even gonna come to myself there. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> that joke is only for you guys. Uh, dark horse picks. Let's throw it over to Connor. Throw it over to All Connor. All right. Who's your dark horse pick?
2: <laughs> well, my dark horse pick last week didn't let me down because I didn't lose. Because well, my guy really. didn't show up. Exactly. Yeah. So this whole being DM'd and choosing that person blindly is really working out for me. And I have to correct myself. I said disc golf dudes last week and it's actually disc golf duds. <laughs> they say cool day. stickers, and man. They, yeah. Yeah. And they hooked me up and sent me some really cool stickers that are very cool. Uh, But anyway, yeah, so it's Disc Golf Duds. But this guy, Andrew Wallen, uh, he, I think it's Wallen, W-A-L-L-E-M, he DM'd me, and one of the funniest messages I've ever gotten on Instagram. Nice. He said, all right, hear me out, which I love any message that begins like that. Pick me for your MVP open dark horse pick. Not because I'm going to do that great, I probably won't, but if I lose, I'll buy the winner's drink, well Venmo you, however you guys do that. I feel like you're just crazy enough to pick a 973 rated Dark Horse pick. So my Dark Horse pick is Andrew Wallen, and yeah, he's rated 973, and he said, of course I'll be making TikToks all weekend long, so it would be fun to tag you guys in as the Dark Horse pick. And so he's on TikTok as well. I
1: respect that pick, but I also, at the same time, I don't respect that pick because, because you're, taking, out. you're taking no risk.
2: No, you're getting and bribed. You,
1: you can't lose now because now you're five dollars or whatever. Okay, covered. you know what, Andrew Wallen, don't worry
2: about Venmoing me. I <laughs> will. Yeah, I, will I like it. it. Yeah. Now
0: I like. It. So go. I'm deciding double that or
2: nothing. I'm deciding yeah, double or nothing. <laughs> if, fine, you lose, if you lose, if <laughs> you lose, us both coffee. $100. No, why? $100. Why? $100. 150. Hey, if you lose, you got to 200. buy me a Lamborghini. Deal? 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 So, I've decided that I am the people's champion and that if any you decided no. that, I've decided the that. The people decide that. No, no, no. They team, did decide bro. that because he decided to DM me instead of you guys. Because he knows we're not crazy enough.
1: Well, he I'm knows crazy if he enough. picks Hunter right now, he's going to break his Listen, leg everybody. because he's got the curse.
0: Yeah, he definitely wasn't DMing anyone this side of the table. Yeah. My
2: my we Instagram have a is Connor Kennedy. K-O-N-N-E-R. You plug your personal Instagram. On the podcast? Yeah, I did, because I want them to DM me so that I can choose them next week because I think girl. it's way more fun.
1: My Instagram is also Connor Kennedy. <laughs> oh! My dark horse pig is named Shane Wyatt. He's from Massachusetts. He's 992 rated, and he's got, like, a bunch of B-tier wins this year, so he, he just has a good, like, local vibe. Like, he, like... When he shows up to a Massachusetts event, people are like, there's that guy. He's like a Cody Bradshaw of this area, you know?
2: So That's I like why. Cody Bradshaw. What? I like Cody Same. Bradshaw. So there's All right, here Shane comes Wyatt. my
0: pick. Fingers crossed that my curse is lifted. It's not It's not. Lifted. I did not allow Remember, it I lift. did the whole the, the, the last week. <laughs> I got Mark Peters. Sorry, Mark. Sorry, Mark. 990 <laughs> rated. Hashtag sorry, Mark. And <laughs> he's 990 rated. He's from New Jersey, and he cashed last year at Maple Hill. He played really well last year snuck in the cash
1: you know he like hurt himself though so he's playing with his other arm now so like no. last year is pretty irrelevant no,
0: <laughs> no. mark <laughs> peters he's about to win this for me connor's gonna buy me that he's about to slip
2: on a banana peel any second now no cursed i didn't even search this guy i realized i wanted to search like search him and find out like his stats you don't or know anything like about him you, he don't might not even be in the him. event that's he a might, funny prank that's why you just dm i connor. can't look him up though because we don't have any wi-fi you just, here, DM, so. you
0: just dm connor picks that don't exist. <laughs> Don't I, get, I normally get someone DMs foundation, a dark horse pick like every single week, but I never take I'm not them because I feel this. like I don't own the rights to
1: that. I'm not going to do this because I, we already pranked Connor once in a similar fashion, but I was already cooking up in my head how I was going to catfish make Connor. A burner. Account. I, make was, a burner account. I was going to make a burner and DM DM him and tell him to pick me as his dark horse pick, but I'm not going to do it. I'm a good person, but it would be pretty Thanks. funny if he's like, he's like, yeah, I got a bend over here for my, uh, <laughs> pig.
2: I think I would catch that.
1: I wouldn't have picked a name like that. I would have definitely. Oh, that's have a that's name. so C-more. crazy
2: because you just said that you would pick a name like that. So you see, I would be confused.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's only one man to win this week, and it's Seymour Buds. <laughs> All right, on FPO. <laughs> oh, I
2: think I went to school
1: with him. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the best part of like you trying like started def- to trying to defend your Dark Horse pick as if he's real and. <laughs> I would like invent like I would like make a Facebook account. He'd have like a family. (laughs) family. I wouldn't stop there either. He'd have a
2: LinkedIn. (laughs) He's a CEO No, Me me and Masiv Dong have been messaging (laughs) back and forth for
0: weeks. (laughs) 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 Did y'all see that? I sent it. Yeah. The Twitter video? We saw it. We saw it. Oh, that's so funny. If you didn't see it and you don't know what I'm talking about, (laughs) there's this video on Twitter where apparently like a school board has to read the list of names of people who were going to come up and speak. And so someone, probably a sixth grader, sent in every- Probably a grown man. Definitely a grown man. (laughs) uh, Sent in every cliche name that like we were just saying, like Seymour Butts and- etc etc although anyone you can imagine he just put on a list and put them all in a row so the, the like school board person had to sit there and be like see more see more butts is there a see-? like is and by like the fourth the first three were like more subtle and by like the fourth one he like knew what was going on but like he had to read the names because like whatever rules in place oh it was it was a good time i was chuckling you hate to see it man don't make fun of the school board like that i was chuckling i was a bad person Who's your FPO picks? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to go from third up again. Oh, wow. You're I got crazy. Lisa Fakus coming in third. That's why she was on my list. I think she's going to sneak up in third. Sarah Hokum always does good here. Oh, that's why I picked James Comrade. Same reason I put Sarah Hokum on here. It's an MVP event. They're going to perform at an MVP event. Sarah okay. Hokum second place. Paige Pierce is going to win. It'll be here sixth time. I've got I've
1: Sarah Hokum knocking off Paige Pierce.
0: Oh, you picked Sarah Hokum too. <laughs> Yeah. No. Oh, who's, who's, who's your third? What? What? Yeah. Who's your third? My third is Haley King. <laughs> okay. Well, what was confusing about that? <laughs>
1: I don't know. You asked me like you were about to like indict me for something. Oh, like, uh, who's your third? Yeah. <laughs> Illegal.
0: Illegal pick. You guys yeah.
2: both confused me there. <laughs> Who are your picks, That's Connor? What we do.
0: You know. <laughs>
1: that's it
2: (laughs) (laughs) you know
0: (laughs) all right really quick before we wrap up the show i want to take a look at the pro tour standings just kind of give you a little glimpse uh of what's going on so realistically right now eagle ricky and calvin are the three with a chance at winning the regular season points
1: which means what is there a bonus
0: i don't know but they'll be like the pro tour champion pro Tour points champion.
1: that's not that doesn't even give you player of the year anymore They, they just weighs in as part of it yeah
0: Yeah, it weighs in as part of it.
1: Did you say, who is it, Eagle Ricky?
0: Eagle Ricky and Calvin. Paul's in fourth with, uh, if he wins both events and they play bad both events, he could do it. But realistically, Eagle, Ricky, and Calvin are the three with the, with the chance. But the players in the bubble, this is what's interesting to me. We have Matt Bell. He currently is at 200 points. Matty O is at 198.5. Andrew Presnell is at 197.7. Raven Newsom's 194.5. Aaron Gossage is the current cut line at 191.4. Then we have Eric Oakley, 183.5. Austin Hannum, 180.1. Nathan Queen, 175.8. And Casey White at 173.7. So all those players... Realistically, could make it or be cut from the the Pro Tour finale right now. Hey, Casey White had a good season going. They're Can all registered kind of for the next two events as well. So there's some players below them that are kind of close as well that aren't playing the next two events. I mean, but
1: you got to get your shot, get yourself a
0: shot. I mean, finale. if you're Casey White, Massachusetts local, and you come a top ten here, you're in. Yeah, you know what I mean. But then that bumps Aaron Gossage down. We
1: Oakley last year at the finale like popped off.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of there's a lot of moving that's going to be happening within those names. So there's some good storylines to follow. Um, Matty O has been really popping off recently, so I would imagine he's pretty locked in. But he is only seven points clear of the line. So if he has, <laughs> a, locked in. <laughs> if he has a bad tournament or two, you never know. Uh, on the FPO side, Paige basically has it locked down. She would have to play bad both tournaments. Um, and on who's making the cut, what's interesting is valerie and alexis Mandahano are on the bubble like they're both around the 16th place but they're not playing the final two events mm. so they're like 15th and 16th which makes it seem like heather young is playing both events she's most likely going to qualify and there's a possibility that stacy ronsley if she plays good will be able to sneak in there if she gets enough points at these next two events to catch alexis Mandahano or valerie um Hmm. she could sneak in there as well. But she does have to play somewhat decent at both of these remaining Wonder events. I not
1: playing either of them?
0: I'm not sure. Mason Ford, who is Valerie's boyfriend, is also not playing. Interesting. So there must be some tournaments going on in Texas or something, something or wrong. maybe it's just too far away. I'm yeah. not sure. But uh, they're on the bubble right now. So there's a chance if Heather Young and Stacey Ronsley do not play well at these two events, that they could sneak in. But most likely, uh, Valerie and Alexis will not be making the finale. Uh, but there's also the weird thing of... If a player denies being able to show up, then they go to the next player down. Yeah. So an FPO, if They're, all sixteen yeah. can't make it, they might be able to sneak into that way. Uh, so it's definitely definitely gonna be something to keep an eye on. I always like those storylines too because like it gives you more to watch because you don't know where everyone's gonna be. All right, I'm trying to wrap the show up officially with a make that call.
1: You know what they should do is uh, on UDisc they should start having those like the, oh, the tour DGC point spots. They should have the tour point like bubble bubble so,
0: like tracking. Yeah, that'd that. be good. All right, so let me paint you in this scenario real quick. You're playing in the Brawl series. For those oh, of you who don't gosh. know the Brawl series, the <sighs> Blue Ridge Area Winter Just League get cold in here. <laughs> happens every winter. And you step up on a hole that has some snow in the fairway that hasn't melted yet. Before the round, Sounds the very t- familiar. Before the round, the TD declared all water is casual on the course. <laughs> a guy on your card lands in a patch of snow and ice. And claims
1: it to be water? He marks
0: five feet back on dry ground as his casual relief. You say something to him. He says, what are you talking about? It's a body of water. When talking about casual relief, how does ice you, and snow count as how water? How could
1: you argue? A, definitely the answer to this question is no. Or else... I'm. Are you it. denying science? Yeah. Well, no. I'm <laughs> saying the PDJ rulebook probably, like, it's... That's such a weird loophole one because, like, well, it's... <laughs> I'm not going to try and get scientific because I will say something really stupid. (laughs) I say because like, is it considered if when it's in the like physical form of ice or uh, ice or um, snow,
0: snow is still technically like physical form of ice.
1: Right. So like if it's when it becomes ice, it's no longer a liquid. It's a solid. So it's not we wouldn't consider it water anymore. Right. We would consider it ice. Am I saying I'm looking at either of you for affirmation
2: right now? I would still consider it water, but I have no idea.
0: I don't want to give you confirmation because I know I don't, the answer to the What rule. I
1: don't know is if water is, a, is only applied to the liquid form of like H2O if when it becomes like a solid. Because when you call it, when it's a gas, you call it, it like water vapor. And when it's a solid, we call it ice. We don't, it doesn't, I'm going to, but then you would, you would think you'd be able to play casual from ice though.
0: I am going to say you can take casual relief. You're saying that the ice slash because snow counts would, as a body of water. I would think of water.
1: it'd be reasonable to take casual relief from ice because that's dangerous.
0: Okay, so your yes, answer is yes. yes. Answer is no. Dang. That's casual water as listed in the rules is water as commonly understood in its liquid form. The rules do not grant <laughs> casual relief from snow, ice, or even steam... Should you encounter it? Wow. They,
1: they really cover their bases.
0: That is crazy. To but me. it does have note that the director can announce that ice or snow are casual obstacles, in uh, which case they can be moved if they're behind your line. So it's just or, as he
1: announces it. If, if, he, if he announces said, it as water, then, but he can he to could choose say to make
0: you can have casual relief from ice and snow. That makes sense. But he said casual relief from water.
1: That makes sense. Okay. Science wins
2: again. Science ice is water in its frozen form. They're the same thing. So science loses.
3: Well,
1: I know it's
2: water and it's frozen Well, I know, form, but like but it's still considered it's still water, water. But it's ice. It's just a solid form it's of ice, water. ice, ice, baby.
1: I'm going to pretend like that so doesn't hurt my brain.
2: Ice is water, but water isn't ice. It's like how a, rec- like, like how a rectangle is a square, Is water a square wet? is a rectangle. However that works. You guys know that?
1: Yeah, a square is a rectangle. Yes, but, but a rectangle is not a square. square. Correct. Yeah, so it's like the same thing.
2: Yes. A square has to be even <laughs> sides. But a rectangle just.
1: and. What? A a rectangle by definition is just four sides, all 90 degree angles, I'm pretty sure. Whereas a square has to be even sides.
0: All right. Well, the camera turned off. I think that's a sign that we need to go. We'll talk to you all next week. Ice is wet. (laughs) That's it. it. (laughs) Yeah, we're done. All
3: right. (laughs)